welcome to Patriots Nation UK, brought to you by me, your host, Matt Inkstar. Hey guys, hey Patriots Nation, how's it going? Well, it's another week of Patriots Nation UK. I am your host, at Matt Inkster on Twitter, and I blog at PatriotsNationUK.com. So this week I've got a banging guest for you guys, so excited to have him on the show. Um, if you blindly just press play, I'm not going to say too much until it goes into the interview. If you've read the headline of the podcast and whatever app that you use, you'll know who it is. I'm so excited to have him on. But first, um, let's get some housekeeping out of the way. I want you guys to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast. Um, tweet about it, Instagram about it, tell your mates, tell your friends, which is the same thing obviously, uh, tell your family and all sorts of good stuff like that. So that's rate, review, subscribe and let's keep on building those listeners. Next on the show I was wanting to chat about training camp. Um, I've not got too much to say on training camp, if you're like myself you'll be watching the YouTube stuff that Patriots are putting out online. You'll be listening to PFW in Progress or Patriots Unfiltered as it now is. Um, sometimes I still can't get used to saying Patriots Unfiltered. Um, but yeah, that's their new branding. And listen to Paul Perillo, MOB and all the guys over there who are breaking down day by day as they go along. And anyone else, I've got loads of podcasts that I listen to from various beat writers and such like. Um, from... Locked on Patriots and other ones who I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, but yeah, in general, um, we're all tuning in, um, listening, whatever, as much as we can. I've not seen too much, admittedly. I've not heard too much because um, I've been really busy with work and family and such like. But um, the one thing I did want to touch on was Danny Etling. Now in the UK we love an underdog, that's why a lot of people have jumped on the bandwagon of being a Cleveland Browns fan and just in general, you know, Rocky or whatever it might be, everyone loves an underdog really. So for this guy to turn around and say, you know, I want to do something different, you've picked Jarrett Stidham in the fourth round this year, you've got veteran Brian, Brian Hoyer there, you've got the man himself, uh, TB12. I'm not making this team. I thought before training camp even started he wasn't going to make this team, but he might just duke it out and see what happens. So to have the gumption and the kahunas to turn around and say, Mr. Coach Belichick, I want to be a wide receiver. I want to don a white shirt instead of a red one and give it my all. You know, fair play to the guy. What else can you say? Um, it's... Tim Tebow, but not. Tebow wanted to be a quarterback. He was adamant he was going to be a quarterback. He ended up not really being a quarterback. Um, whereas Danny Etling's gone, nah, tell you what, I want to make this roster. I want to be an NFL player. This is my dream. This is my life. This is what I want to do. So, I am rooting for Danny Etling to get in this team. Do I think he'll make the team? Probably not. He could be the kick return, punt return guy possibly make special teams um, something of that ilk but 
I can't see him fighting off the competition of Berrios et al. that are trying to get the, the wide receiver spots. He might get the odd thing. If he does make the team, he might get a plug-and-play here and there like Cordell Patterson was doing um, last season. But in general, no. I can't see him making the team, unfortunately. However, as I say, we all love an underdog. I love an underdog. I'm rooting for Danny Etling to get on this team. And that's pretty much all I want to touch on, really, before we head in, in, into the interview. So I'm just going to leave it there and I'll speak to you guys at the end. So joining me this week, I'm delighted and honoured to have the host of Season of Sports podcast. He's a former Premier League winner with Chelsea, current AFC Bournemouth star and many-time capped Bosnian international. It's Asmir Begovic. How's it going, Asmir? Really good, thank you. Uh, thanks for having me on the show. Um, you're very welcome. Thanks um, for taking up the offer of coming on and chatting a little bit of Patriots with myself. Well, listen, any time I get to chat Patriots, I'm all over it. So when you asked, I just said where and when, and uh, we can do it any time. So no, I appreciate you, you having me on the show. Yeah, as I say, not a problem at all. Um, for anyone who's not familiar with your backstory of, of the NFL and Patriots, what got you into the NFL and how did you become a New England Patriots fan? Um, do you know what? I Well, I spent, spent a good part of my childhood in Canada. Um, so from the age of 10 to 16, and that's sort of the time I got into the American football and a lot of the, into the other American sports. And at the time I, I got into the NFL and um, started following the league um, was about the time that Tom Brady came on the scene. And um, I think just the hype of everything in Tom Brady, I sort of really started to follow him. And he was part of the Patriots. So uh, both go hand in hand. So I'm a Tom Brady and a New England Patriots fan. And obviously, I'll be a um, New England Patriots fan for, for many years to come, even after Tom Brady's <laughs> time comes uh, to an end. But that's basically how it all started, you know, just um, timing and um, everything came together at a, at a really good time. Ah, cool, excellent. Yeah, um, you're like myself that, you know, we're not bandwagon fans. We might have been called that once upon a time, but once you've been doing it, um, supporting a team for years, then, you know, that's it. You're stuck with them for life, I think. Well, that's the thing. I sort of started following you. You're talking almost 20 years ago now. I know it's it's crazy to say that, but that this dynasty has lasted this long and everything that's happened. So um, it's been quite a long time, although it feels, feels a bit of a, feels a lot shorter than it sounds. Yeah, I bet, I bet it does. Time flies um, some of the time, I think. And um, how do you think the off-season's gone and what do you think of this year's rookie class? Well, I think it, it's it's really it's really interesting. Um, you know, I, I'm really pleased with with how how things have have really worked out for the for the Patriots. I think the off-season, I don't think there's um, much more that they could have done. Um, ultimately, as well as training camp now gets going, um, we'll see a lot more people coming on, especially some of the undrafted guys um, who's going to win win a um, win a spot on the roster. But I, I really like what they did. I, I really like the pick of um, you know I think Akil Harry is going to be a, a top receiver in this game. I think it's not many times the Patriots go out there and pick someone like that in the first round. So. I think Akil Harry is great because I think gives gives the Patriots a really nice other option. Um, having the likes of Josh McDaniels work with him is only going to improve him. I think that 
that side of things it will be uh, will be will be fascinating to see. Chase Minovich, you know, I think he's a really good solid prospect, someone who can come in and help that defense as well. Not only just with his play and his skills, it's the type of character he is. You know, he will fit in with with the with the Patriots, no doubt about it. Um, you know, it's funny because Isaiah Wynn, you know, is he going to take over left tackle this year? I mean, I know he was drafted last year, but he missed his whole rookie season, so. He's almost like a first-year player again. Uh, so from that point of view, I think um, I'm interested to in see how he does. But overall, I think the off season was was good. Um, pleased with the draft. So overall, um, you know, the Patriots look very, very strong. Yeah, I, th- I totally agree. And the, touching on what you you said there, um, Chase Winovich was the the standout for me from the draft i know it's you know harry went in the first round and you know that was a a big sort of thing because generally as you know yourself that the the first round i almost switch off because we're round about the 30 31 32 pick and generally we trade out of it quite often so to see them jump for harry was uh, a bit surprising but one of which was the the one that stood out for me and also what you're saying about win there i think the same about um Braxton Berrios, he's you know pretty much a rookie this year after mission last year through injury as well, and he's one I'm really looking forward to seeing how he gets on as we creep towards the the season starting. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think the only other interesting thing will be you know maybe the um, the quarterback battle behind Tom Brady. You know, is 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 Jared Stidham going to challenge Hoyer for the backup spot? Um, you know, it's interesting how the, how he develops. You know, that that could be something interesting. But other than that, you know, the uh, I think it was a good all around draft, and um, you know, kudos to the Patriots. Definitely, and yeah, I've been listening to a bit of the Patriots radio um, today when I've been doing things around the house, and they've actually said that Danny Etling has come out of the quarterback running and has been lining up in special teams and when with the wide receiver course. So it'll be interesting to see if he if he makes a slot if at all. But no, Jarrett Stidham is certainly seems to be the one that stepped in and will be the the challenge to Hoyer for that second spot, definitely. And um personally I don't have an issue with um, Tom Brady cliff jumping. I'm not sure if you've seen that little video yeah. or not. But I mean to me, it was great to see him spend some quality time with the family because uh, I imagine he doesn't get much through the season um, because he, you know, he's so focused <laughs> and of winning all the time. But what were your thoughts on something like that? And have you done anything similar or daring in the off season or during the season that um, your coach or managers got onto you about before? Well, I have to say that. Um you know, I've not done anything too crazy, and if I did, I wouldn't share it. Unfortunately, you know, I would never. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Keep it yourself. Um, and put it on social media like Tom Brady. But obviously, listen, he's having fun. He's having a good time with the family. Um, he's probably done that millions of times. Just the one one time he recorded and put it on social media. Obviously, it's going to cause a bit of an uproar, and people are going to talk about it. And ultimately, uh, nothing happened. I don't think it was too dangerous. I probably looked a lot worse on the social media than, than it was, but that's what he does. He likes to have fun. He does these different things. Um, he does his skiing um, in the winters as well. So, you know, he's just one of those guys who lives life on the edge a little bit, and um, that's his way of spending time with the family and obviously switching away from football. So from that point of view, um, I had no problem with it whatsoever. 
Yeah, he definitely needs that sort of time away for sure. Whether um, it's maybe part of the TB12 branding that the video was shown through social media or not, I'm not so sure, but you know, definitely needs that time anyway. And um, going into the the new season, especially, you know, you need that time to reflect on the year before and to gear yourself up to looking forward and not always looking back. And how do you see the season going yourself? Do you think we might be on another Super Bowl win or is there anyone from the AFC or NFC that you like the look of that is overtaking the Patriots or certainly challenging? Yeah, I mean, you know, I'd like to do some power rankings at some point or maybe I'll do it on my podcast. A bit closer to the season, I think let's you have to let preseason develop a little bit. There's always a couple injuries, you know. I hate to say it, but it always always happens. Uh, always some roster moves uh, happen last minute, so that that could change a couple things. You know, like the Packers cutting uh, Mike Daniels, the defensive tackle. Those kind of things change maybe the outcome for things a little bit. So um, I think there's a lot of teams in the mix. I think in the AFC, of course, you have. You know, the Patriots right up there. Um, who's better, who's not, it's difficult to say, but the Chiefs are going to be formidable. Uh, there's no doubt about it. I think Baltimore got stronger. Um, they're going to be very good. I think the Pittsburgh Steelers, a lot less drama around them. So I think they'll be a lot more focused and, and up there to the challenge. Um, so I think that the Chargers are going to be interesting. Um, and then within the division, the Bills, you know, I think they got better. I think the Jets still probably... You know, rebuilding, and of course the Dolphins are rebuilding. So I think we'll win the division again. Just a case of where we can get up there. It'll be interesting to see whether they can get the first round by and and home field advantage for as long as possible. So I think that's the goal for the Patriots. I don't think there's any reason why why it shouldn't be having Harry and Keel um, shores up the offense. I think that that's a really really nice pickup. As we said earlier, I think the running back group is looking really strong. I think. Um, I think Michael Bennett's a really good addition um, to the to the defensive line. Can he can he obviously replace Trey Flowers? So I think that'll be interesting. But um, from that point of view, I, I look at the Patriots as a formidable team again. I think one of the favorites in the AFC and and um, looking to get to the Super Bowl once again. I don't see any reason why that should change. So from that point of view, um, of course you've got the NFC. Listen, the NFC is very very strong. You know, not only the Rams, the Saints, the Char- uh, the the Panthers. There's so many different teams out there that are, that are challenging. So I think from that point of view, um, many, many teams that can really make a run and the Patriots are one of those teams. So I don't see any reason why the Patriots shouldn't make a deep run once again. For sure, for sure. And if it's not the Patriots, I'm watching, um, depending on what time the game's on, if they're on the Sunday night football or whatever, I generally tend to look towards the NFC games because, as you say, it's a, a strong division and they've got some good matchups in there throughout the season that are worth watching. And touching on what you're saying there about the Chargers, well, how do you think the um melvin gordon issue is you know do you think they'll resolve it do you think it might go the the same way as lev bell and consequently will that mean that their challenge then falls off a little bit i think that the way the game's going i think that the charges will definitely let it go on i think that they won't i don't see them succumbing to melvin gordon's demands um i think running backs these days and age are uh there's quite a quite a few more of them so i think they're a little bit more um, replaceable than other positions so I think from that point of view I don't think the Chargers will get bullied in any, any way shape or form of course I could be wrong but um, you know I don't think he's as important to them as, as likes of Joy Bosa Keenan Allen of course Philip Rivers so um, 
I don't see the, I, I see this potentially dragging on a little bit longer, which of course is good for any other team because any any kind of unrest like this is never going to help. But I don't think in the long run the Chargers will get bullied into making a decision. No, I don't think so. I think they're one of the, the franchises that definitely stand firm on such a thing, and um, it seems to be the general consensus that Melvin Gordon's not one of the elite backs, you know, like Kamara or Elliott, and they could plug and play with Jackson or someone else uh, in that role and be quite happy to just plod along and you know still make a, a run for the championship for sure. No, absolutely. Uh, I think it's definitely the way to go these days and you know there's only so many guys you can pay on your team and unfortunately someone was gonna have to lose that battle yeah definitely and do you get much time um during the season when um you're not playing and um or you know when you are playing do you get much time to sit back and watch um sunday night football red zone etc or oh i mean I can't wait. Sundays are never going to be the same again once the season starts. <laughs> and Red Zone Sunday and everything you have going on. I mean, it's just the best time of the year. Um, and it flies by every year more and more. So, you know, if we don't have any games, it's Sunday afternoon, evening, 6 o'clock. I'm, I'm there with the television. I've got the Red Zone on, everything going on, DraftKings, fantasy teams. Everything's, uh, everything's fully, fully live, locked and loaded. And, um, you know, I'm ready for the season. Excellent, sounds good. And do you, myself, uh, on one of my previous pods, I chatted with some of the guys from Five Yard Rush Fantasy, and we were chatting Patriots fantasy in general. And normally, I kind of try to stay away from them quite often because, you know, as they say, Belichick hates fantasy football. We go running back by committee rather than bell cow, and we're spreading the ball about a bit. Do you pick up any Patriots players or anyone that you're looking at that you definitely want to? try and grab this year i do you know what i have to be honest and i don't pick many of the patriots usually um your point's so spot on it's really spread out you know i think the whole contribution of the patriots is what it's all about it's always a team effort so you can never really bank on anyone one particular player having having a huge season so i i don't tend to pick Patriots, especially not early you know maybe i'll get depth players in, in, later on and um as the season goes on pick some off of pick somebody off of a waiver wire, make a trade. But generally, at the beginning, I don't. I mean, I used to pick Ronk. I think he was obviously good for contribution. Sometimes you pick Tom Brady. Um, but, you know, I really I really don't tend to pick many guys um, like that. I'm the same as yourself. Gronk was the one that I kind of, you know, always try to get. And generally, I try to get him third or fourth round or something like that. And one of my drafts um, I've done this year, I picked up, Edelman in the fourth, which is maybe a bit early, but I just wanted to have him because he's going to be wide receiver one this year, um, certainly for the first half until Harry and um, the others kind of bed in a bit more to the system. Um, So I I picked him up probably against my better judgment, but we'll wait and see how it turns out. Yeah, the one one I like as well, actually, maybe the kicker position, Goskowski is always a nice pick, I think. He um he tends to deliver some pretty solid points, especially with the the Patriots usually being one of the better offenses. So someone like that. But yeah, generally I don't tend to go for many Patriots guys. I mean, you look at the Browns this year. That's some that's a team you're probably going to want to get guys on for the fantasy because they love their stats and they're going to go all guns blazing. So those are the sort of teams and players that people will go for. I'm sure. I think so. I think you're right. It's definitely a team that people are keeping an eye on this year for sure. And um, if you're, you know, 
if you've got a, a free space in a fantasy league, feel free to hit me up. I'll, I'll certainly join in. I'm, I'm getting more involved in more leagues this year. I was only did one or two, maybe three last year, but you know the usual people tail off because it's not very community driven some of the time. So um, you know if others tail off, I tend to tail off as well. And come October, November, you kind of forget about it. But certainly try to book that time this year. So yeah, if you're needing a a spare player then feel free to give me a shout sounds good sounds good i will do and just before we move on to your day job because i'd like to chat a little bit about that as well um i just wanted to touch on your foundation the asmir begovitz foundation that you set up um i think it's a great way um great thing that you've um started and been involved in as um you'll know yourself kids can be quite computer driven with xboxes and playstations and things and it can be a bit, the mental health's a big thing these days, and it can be quite solitary um, sitting in a bedroom on your own for hours on end. I know people, they've got headsets and connected by um, internet and such like to speak to people, but it's not the same as face-to-face contact and playing um, sports and getting out in the fresh air. Um, I just wanted to touch a little bit about it and ask how it came about and what, what you guys have been doing and what have you, you've got coming up in the future. Yeah, well, absolutely. Thanks for touching base on that. I think, um, well, I think to go back a little bit, I've always been passionate about giving back, and I've been very fortunate um, that I've been able to live my dream through football and and get some really great opportunities. And I always wanted to give back, and especially being from Bosnia, uh, it's a country that went through a lot of turmoil and 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 problematic times for many years. It's a country that's rebuilding, and you know, we were, I wanted to do to make a difference, focus in on something, and. That's why we chose to uh, focus on sports facilities and build these sports facilities to give kids a chance to play. Just not not just kids, uh, people in general, a chance to play outside, be outside, uh, socialize with each other, be healthy, uh, play sports. I think it's a great way of bringing people together. So um, it's a good way to, to engage with the community, socialize, get around with people. And of course, ultimately, you know, give give the next generation an opportunity to try and live their dream like I have. You know, I think we have a lot of talent, a lot of kids that want to play sports in Bosnia but just don't have the right facilities or places to do it and I think this is a great way for us to help them and uh, get involved with the next generation and try and inspire them. I think so and uh, I'll um, keep an eye on it and see how things are progressing so I, I think it's a great thing that you're doing definitely and moving on to the uh, the day job how has your pre-season gone so far and I'm guessing you're looking forward to getting back in the Premier League again. Yeah, absolutely. No preseason's been good. You know, it's obviously a very, very hard la- first three weeks, and um, this has been no different for us. Um, but you know, we're getting ready now. To the last last few weeks, and getting ready to put the finishing touches on preseason, iron out a few things, and of course, get ready for another Premier League season, which we hope is going to be a good one. I think so. I think every year seems to um, trump the the last one for um, various reasons. You know, whether it be um, superb goals or some skill and and such like a, a player like Hazard will be sorely missed unfortunately but you, you know you've got plenty of others that are stepping up to the plate um, for sure and I'm just wondering if you've had any indication are you, are you going in as number one this season or is it still open for debate? That's all still open for debate you know that's sort of something we'll see what happens in the next next few weeks. Yeah definitely and I believe you've got a game tomorrow night is it I think? We've got West Brom and Brentford this week, um, and then we have Lazio and Leon next week. So uh, we've got some good tests to to really get us ready for the season. Definitely, it sounds like it. And is there anyone in the the locker room that are NFL fans like yourself that you get to 
to chat things Patriots or otherwise with. Yeah, there's a few of the boys that follow. Charlie Daniels is probably the most inclined with the American sports. Um, Jack Simpson, he, he gets involved a little bit. Um, but yeah, no, people are starting to take note of it. You know, nothing to turn to a very crazy involvement. But, um, you know, a few of the boys are starting to go to the games, especially when they come here to the, to the UK and, um, you know, try and try and try and educate themselves in this, uh, on a great sport, which, uh, which is the NFL. Mm, it is. It's, uh, it's something different for sure that the guys can probably get their teeth into. And with you being a Patriots fan and um, you've got myself, I'm based in Aberdeen, so you've got my hometown lads, uh, Ryan Fraser, playing with you yeah. guys. Um, I always tend to try and keep an eye out for your results and check how he, he's getting on because, you know, I've ever since he left Aberdeen, it's a player that I've wanted to see do well and to be playing the Premier League and getting games for Scotland and such like, it's great to see. And uh, David Brooks is another one. He was an absolute winner in my fantasy um, team last year. I was picked uh, at the post on the final day of the season, unfortunately, but picking him up was certainly um, someone that did me a lot of good, that's for sure. Is there anyone from the youth teams or reserves that, you know, I should be looking out for that I can try and pick up and get ahead of the other guys in my league. No, I think you think you know you've nailed the guys there. You know, they're, they're quite established now, so not too many secrets. We've added a couple of other players, like Lloyd Kelly and Jack Stacey, to the squad. So, you know, just your usual suspects. You know, I don't think there's any any more surprises. Um, we play quite attacking, attractive football, and, and those guys get tend to get a lot of points. So, they're definitely uh, quite popular pickups for the uh, fantasy leagues. That's for sure. Mm, I think so, and the only, the only um, the one that I missed out there was um, Callum Wilson as well, who's obviously shone for Bournemouth the last two three years and uh, has now finally getting into the England setup, which is good to see as well. Yeah, exactly. You know, we've got really two two top uh, front lines with Josh King and and Callum Wilson, and now as well with um, Dominic Solanke coming through. So, you know, we've got a really good group all around. Mm, I think so, definitely. Fingers crossed that um, you're challenging for European places this year, that's for sure. And definitely. We'll see how the season goes. Yeah, well, as I say, I'll keep my fingers crossed for you guys and I'll keep an eye out on the results for sure. And when the fixtures do do come out, are, do you guys become like fans in a way and you, do you try and pinpoint certain ones like, you know, Southampton or... Um, when you're going up to Old Trafford or Anfield and such like, or you just take it each week as it comes? Yeah, I think you have an overall view uh, when you go play some of the big teams. Uh, of course, the local derby being with um, with Southampton. And of course, look at the fex, uh, festive fixtures with like of Boxing Day, New Year's Day, where you are playing, what you're doing. So uh, um, those are all things. But then, as you said, once the season goes on, it's one by one. And I know it's a cliche, but really, that's the way we try and focus and uh, deal with things. Mm, it's it's a bit of a cliche, but you know it's the it seems to be the best way to do it, and you know try and not get ahead of yourself um, for sure. And um, touching on um, Bosnia, just before I let you go, because you've um, I appreciate the time that you've taken to to chat with me the, um, this afternoon. Is you've got Liechtenstein and Armenia coming up. Um, for me, they're certainly winnable games, and you know you might have not got off to the best of starts, but with the fixtures you've got coming up, I can see you pushing to try and um, qualify um, for sure. And because I was watching back the Italy game the other day, and you know for a team like Italy who have 
such a um, history behind them. You know, you, you guys were definitely unlucky and to be pretty much beaten by that that strike from Sydney to make it one one, and um, they pushed for the second goal. How do you? Um, is there any difference apart from you know the the time spent with the the lads for the international setup in comparison to being with Bournemouth? Yeah, of course. You know, every every national team has a different sort of environment. I think from that point of view, where yeah, we're looking to still qualify. We're in a decent position. I'm trying to obviously make sure I'm playing regularly so I can get back into the national team and try and make a difference there and contribute and get into the European Championship. So you know, we're still very much in the game and um, hope we can have a good push at the end and um, get over the line. Hmm. And they've um, come out earlier. Well, the the NFL fixtures for London have been are a bit later this year, I believe. Do you think you'll manage to get to some of the, the London fixtures this year? Will it just uh, yeah, I know I will for sure. You know, I kind of let yeah. to see how my schedule plays out and make a last-minute decision on which games. You know, I never was quite picky. I think all the games are great, and it's just amazing to be part of these things. And the NFL does such a great job putting these games on, these events on. So I think from that point of view, um, very much looking forward to the games, and we'll try to get to as many as I can, as always. Yeah, definitely. It's uh, a bit easier for you down there than it is myself up here. But um, with my young family, it's not going to be something I'll manage to do this year, unfortunately. But um, I've been to some of the games previously, and they're a great day out. Um, do, do your kids get involved with that at all, or you just go with the lads or whatever? Yeah, just whatever works. If I can bring some lads down, some family down, friends, whatever works. You know, it just really depends on the schedule, making any last-minute decisions and make a good day out of it. Mm. Um, well, Asmir, thank you very much for your time. It's been uh, much appreciated, and um, hopefully, if you're if you want to, uh, I'd love to catch up during the season and um, see how the Patriots are getting on, and see how Bournemouth and Bosnia are progressing in their um, respective tournaments. Um, but just before I let you go, I'd like to say good luck for the season with both Bournemouth and Bosnia. Keep up the great work with your podcast, Season of Sports, and if you'd like to just plug your twitter and the podcast and such like before you go that'd be great definitely no well thanks for having me on keep following my podcast we're on twitter instagram facebook at season of sports uh, on instagram it's at season underscore sports um so we're, we're we're there everywhere keep following us and um appreciate you having me on and hopefully i'll be back on again in the future yeah for sure i'll go i'll hit you up um sometime mid-season uh we'll, you know and we'll see, see how schedules work and such like and we can Perfect. try and figure something out Sounds great. Cool. I'll let you go. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you. And there you have it, folks. That was Asmir Begovic of Bournemouth. I'm a huge Patriots fan, as you'll have heard um, during that interview there. And I'm so happy to have had him on the show. And we'll try and get him back on the show uh, later in the season, see how the Patriots are doing, how they're progressing towards, hopefully, the playoffs and ring number seven. Well, that's it, guys. That's everything for this week. Um, Just remember to rate, review and subscribe to the episode. Uh, Tell your friends, tell your family, tell anyone who'll listen, even your dog. He might listen. He might hit subscribe. You never know. Stranger things have happened. Um, I've been your host, at Matt Dinkster. You'll find me there on Twitter. I blog at PatriotsNationUK.com. And remember, folks, do your job as there are no days off.